right, we want to welcome all of you again to another episode of DM in Truth in Tech. I'm Mario Alvarado. And I'm Daniel Escalante. And again, we're really glad that you guys have made it. For all you faithful uh, listeners, it is our last episode of the season. And uh, we're happy. It's bittersweet. We're happy because uh, we're excited for this episode. But at the same time, we are, you know, it's a little bit bittersweet because it's our last episode of the season. Um, but still, we want to welcome you and thank you for joining us. So, um, yeah, welcome every single one of you. Yeah, we're definitely excited to have everyone back again. And um, just because we're ending the season does not mean that we are ending completely. Of course not. Uh, it just gives us a chance to kind of, you know, take a little bit of a pause to get our thoughts together and just come back uh, even stronger with another season, uh, which will be season three. So we are so excited for everything that we have going on there. Um, if you want to know more and, you know, stay up to date with what we have coming up, definitely be following us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. And of course, you can always email us um, anytime that you want with any thoughts or ideas uh, or of topics that you might want to hear in future episodes. Um, definitely also check out our website, dmtruthtech.org where you can find everything that I just mentioned linked there as well as our notes for all of the episodes that we talk about. Uh, that is specifically just for your reference. If you find something interesting that you would like to come back to, you can definitely do that. And of course, we also link a, a number of recommendations, both from the tech world and also from the church world uh, that you can also enjoy. So definitely be checking those places out too. For sure. So uh, yeah, if you want to see Daniel do a backflip, make sure you stay on Instagram for those stories. Uh, <laughs> right, bro? <laughs> oh, yeah. <I> knew. <laughs> nah, man, that's, that sounds like we're just trying to make stuff. Let's see, what can we do for people to see us? <laughs> anyway, um, this is our last episode. Again, we want to remind you all that this is our last episode and we want for the season. So like Daniel said, it's not that it's over. We will continue um, on season three, but stay connected with us through this, through our website and our social media. But anyway, we're excited about today's episode. I say, uh, bro, I say, let's go right into it, man. All right. So yeah, I think we are super blessed to have, I think this is probably one of the most biased introductions I can make, bro. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it is, it is, an, is awesome to have pastor natalie alvarado with us um and because she's agreed to be with us on this last episode as we will interview her um so yeah actually let's just let her introduce her you know to to us to our audience um pastor natalie let her you know tell us who you are a little bit short summarize what you do and then we can get started on asking you some super hard theological questions to see if you no, I'm just playing. No, I'm playing. <laughs> yeah just just tell us a little bit who you are and what, what you do now hi well I'm really excited to be here my name is Natalie Alvarado I am Mario's wife <laughs> Woo! okay yeah I think there. we already knew that but yeah <laughs> we kind of hinted with the Alvarado last name but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a pastor currently in Logan Church here in Ogden as well in the community 
Trinity Vineyard Church, um, all in Utah. And I'm really excited to be here. Um, it's just really exciting. <laughs> I always hear you guys doing this and it's just a very um, inspirational and just to have the opportunity to be here is all, it's, it's great. It's, it's a dream come true for her, bro. <laughs> you know, after listening to Daniel and her husband, she's like, oh, one day I'll be on that podcast. No, I'm like your number one fan. Like, no joke. I'm yeah. like your number one fan. And just to be here is kind of like a little bit of nerve wracking. Oh, well, we really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, we really do appreciate that. So, yeah. well, maybe Alice probably says she's also number oh, one fan. Yes, so we don't Alice. know. We, we, it's, it's hard to decide. <laughs> we both are number one fans on each end. With a oh, little, yeah, definitely. With a little flag. Yay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, we decided to uh, have her on. Um, we want, we've been wanting to for a while, actually. And we just want to, you know, ask her a series of questions concerning her ministry, concerning challenges, um, you know, as you guys know, we've talked about female ministry in, mm-hmm. in our podcast, right? We've not mm-hmm. hold back, held back on that. And, um, you know, Daniel's idea, if anyone wants to think, say something, but it, <laughs> it's, 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 we, we haven't held back and it's good to have someone that can share with us some of the questions that we're going to ask so that they can share with the audience and people who, you know, might be going through certain challenges or, or stuff um just give her a broad just gives us a broader vision you know of what it means <laughs> to be uh pastoring in the seventh day adventist church from a female perspective mm-hmm. and so yeah bro i mean if you want you know start us off with these with these awesome questions that we have yeah sounds great and so um one of the things that we're just really grateful for the opportunity is to be able to um and i think it's really beneficial when it comes to the, you know this conversation of women in ministry um, to be able to put like faces and experiences to go along with the conversation, whether you're yep. a pro or, or con or anything like that, yep. um, to have someone in mind, you know, to have a face and experience um, definitely helps, uh, you know, keep the conversation going. For and sure. so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so definitely one of the first questions, Natalie, that we uh, would love, you know, and I know people are definitely interested in, but um, when did you first experience your call to ministry and what was that like? Yeah, well, my first call to ministry, my first experience would would be when I was 18 years old. I felt the Lord calling me very personal. Um, It was a personal thing. And it was just throughout the 16-year-old time, I was preaching and very involved in church. But it was when I was 18, about to head into college. That summer, God really spoke to me and showed me that he wanted me in ministry. And it was something very blunt from him. I, I remember it clearly how he called me and it wasn't just like oh one morning I just woke up it was he was calling me throughout the days and prayer and fasting and you know messages and then signs and it was very visual to me I was able to grasp it very well where he was coming from wow it sounds like he was definitely trying to get your attention then Oh yeah, he was definitely. And me being, being stubborn, I didn't take it the first time. And every time I give my testimony in my churches, I always, I always tell them that it wasn't once that he told me, but twice and even three times that he had to mm. give me signs and assurance that this was what he wanted, what he wanted essentially for me. Mm. Um, because it entailed me leaving my home, going to Montemorelos, um, you know, doing a lot of independent things and trusting him in the process of all. And and that makes sense. You know, following after God's call is not something that um, is easy. You know, it does entail a lot of change, a lot of uh, transformation. And uh, I think that's for a lot of people, that's something that we can all relate to for sure. 
Yes, definitely. Definitely. It's in your teens that mm-hmm. you were called, right? Yeah, my teens. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, you know. Um, people are called in different times. You know, not everyone is called when they're young or when they're already older. I think there's just, there's just no way of saying that there's a specific time where God calls, you know? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. God dis- makes that decision. Mm-hmm. It's the Holy Spirit that says, we'll call you at this time. So in your case, it was like in your teenage oh, years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely. And it was since then that you knew that God had called you. So yeah. um, now God calls you, right? And you eventually accept, <laughs> yes. you know, after a few times. <laughs> uh, we imagine there's been challenges, Mm-hmm. we imagine there hasn't only been one, right? I think everyone who's called into ministry faces some challenges at some point. But from your perspective, what has been like your greatest challenges in pursuing this calling, this pastoral calling? Um, if that's okay, you know, if you want to share some of that. Um, yeah, definitely. I think it's important to share because many women might encounter this too. At the beginning, when I was um, when I was debating whether I was going into ministry and if it was God really calling me, it was hard because it, I felt like it was a man's world. You know, that was my first thought throughout Mm -hmm. my, throughout my, um, my journey, I realized God had called me and he, he was helping me and, and guiding me through it all. And as of now, I think in my, in my ministry as a pastor, I think one of the challenges is sometimes encountering people that won't be won't allow themselves because of what they believe to work with me as a pastor, because I'm a woman. That's one of the biggest challenges I've encountered to not be given the opportunity to introduce myself, to introduce my experience, to Mm. introduce my relationship with the Lord, to introduce the gospel in a creative or innovative way because I am a woman. That is one of the biggest challenges that I've encountered personally. Wow. Why don't you tell them? um, I mean, I obviously I know a little bit about her story. (laughs) He wants you to share it all. I want to. I want you to share it all. Right? We don't have the time. Um, We're gonna try and stay true to the time that we keep here usually. Okay? I'm sorry, doll. We won't be able to do it. But you want to? There is that time though where where, I'm just shocked by that. Right? Uh, She's you studied um, in. Montemorelos, Montemorelos, Mexico. In case you know our people don't know, like that's one of the places where women in ministry is definitely not like a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at all. So mm-hmm. um, not only does she decide to pursue this, she decides to go to the place where it's like, okay, we don't allow. Can you tell us like that? What, what um, You were on a car ride? Yeah. You got picked up yeah, when you yeah, barely got yeah. there. What happened? Yeah. Even the doubts and everything were coming. Even when I was picked up from the airport, the couple that picked me up was a pastoral couple and they knew that I was going into, into theology and the pastor said, you know, Miha or, you know, darling, are you sure about this? Because there are so many gifts that you have, you know, there's psychology, there's, you could be a nurse, there's teaching, there's so many other options for you that this school, you know, uh, offers for you. Are you sure that, that this is the route you want to take? Even while we were driving from Monterrey to Montemorelos, because there is like an hour and a half of a drive from there. So even when we were driving from there, I was still, you know, getting these questions and doubts coming into my mind. But I was sure once I arrived there, I was sure that God had called me and I was going to go through this. And, and and that assurance did not come from that 18 year old girl by herself. It came from the signs, the responses 
the fasting, the, the relationship that I had with the Lord that came through that whole journey of trusting him that when I got there, I knew that he had placed me there and I had no more doubts. And I could tell anybody who asked me, are you sure that I was 100% sure? So can you imagine, bro, like you, you decide to go on this quest because God's called you to it. And Mm -hmm. the moment you land in that new place, you know, it's a different country and stuff like that. But the moment you land there, the first thing people greet you with is, you know, you can do something else, not this. Mm -hmm. Um, That's that that, kind of, I think that's inspiring for any, you know, of our audiences that are out there that feel called by God to do something that just because you've seen the first, you get a setback or you get, um, opposition is not doesn't mean that it's the moment to give up or throw in the towel you know it, exactly it, yeah absolutely it's, yeah, it's gonna happen but also just real quick that last yes. one part also there's another one that's just there's a whole bunch man i mean and we don't want to make he it just all wants about to talk for me just, yeah, we, we, we want it to be inspiring right for other people you know that that they go through all these challenges remember mm-hmm. that one time that you you had to go preach like a week of prayer yeah or of evangelism to different places so they would send all of us to go speak right to different places of Mexico mm-hmm. to give evangelistic series every semester. States and cities. Mm-hmm. And you got there to the that, that one state where you were assigned mm-hmm. and the pastor, the district pastor who was waiting, what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. He said, oh, I was expecting a Neftali. Not uh, Natalie, because my name is in, in English is Natalie, but in Spanish is Natalie. But there's also a Neftali, you know, like in the Bible, Neftali. And that's he said, name. that's a guy's name. Exactly. So he said, oh, I was expecting a Neftali. And I'm like, uh, no, it's Natalie and it's me. I'm, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, so, so he literally just looks at her and says... Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh goodness, I mean, wow. he must have been like, oh, you know, they messed up. I'm pretty sure it's not Natalie. It's Neftali. Natalie. Yeah. It's he, Neftali. he was kind of <laughs> shocked at first. And then I, and then he saw that it was really me. And then he, he had to kind of, you know, get his thoughts together and say, okay, then if it's you, then we're going to have to make arrangements so that you have to, you know, stay with the elderly woman, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But, um, but he, his first reaction that I, that I saw was like really shocked that I was actually going to be there for a whole week preaching, you know, and he was expecting somebody else. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of other there's so many things that I, like yeah. that. But, yeah. um, you know, something that just came to my mind listening to your experience so far is like, at least when you're, uh, I guess a male, you know, going into ministry, at least you have the chance, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, crazy, you don't yeah. automatically get shut down or, you know, walls don't automatically get put up just uh because they see that you're a woman automatically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah. um and so yeah so it's definitely inspiring uh to hear that um you still you know per- continue to pursue um because yeah it all comes down to um if it was just something like out of a whim then you know i don't i'm trying to say that like i think we all know that we could all be doing different things oh, yeah. right even mario yeah. and i you know we could be doing um something a little bit more lucrative or something maybe professional podcasting or something like that i don't know but <laughs> yeah, um <laughs> yeah bro but we're here because <laughs> <laughs> no and i was gonna i was gonna end yeah. up in journalism that was my dream since i was young wow. I, I wanted to do journalism until that summer that god turned everything around and i mean god gives us all many gifts but exactly, he wanted yeah. me in this for mm-hmm. for the reason being and 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 he has me here and he will continue to 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're all here because God has called us. You know, of it's course, not something yeah. that comes from um, man, even our own thoughts. It's something that just you know God called us and we responded. And so, um, so yeah. So with that being said, um, my next question, you know, going along with you, you know, continuing um, your journey in ministry. What has been your vision so far for our church or for um, any of the churches that you're pastoring? Um, but I guess, yeah, just overall, what do you hope our church will be or grow into um, in the future? Yeah, I love our church. Let me just start off by saying I love our church, how we started and how we've continued this journey that God has called us in. It is a blessing. Um, I think the the vision for the Adventist church would be in starting from now to the future is to allow everybody and their gifts to be able to proclaim the gospel and that together all of us can, you know, fasten the coming of our Lord and in any way possible, creative, creatively speaking and any way possible that women, men, children, elderly people can all proclaim the gospel, go out there and do the, the, the work of the Lord. And not just one way specifically, like we might had seen it in the past, but in many creative ways and many creative visions to go out there and continue the work of the Lord. Mm. Wow. So you mean you don't want to make the church a feminist movement? No, (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) No, I don't. We all have gifts. We've all have gifts and God has given us um, so many, so many gifts that we can share the gospel differently and. And you talk Corporally, about, together. And you talk about like inclusive. You said inclusivity. inclusivity you want course. everyone to be of able course, to do it. Of course. But you do know that our church was only founded by men. Oh no, wait. That was. Method, <laughs> oh wait. That was the okay. Methodist. That oh. was the Methodist. I'm sorry. <laughs> wrong church. Wrong Let church. Let me tell you about LNG White for yeah. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I remember her. Some of y'all might have heard of her. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, I think the word is inclusivity. Um, having all of us together with our different gifts and abilities going through together. And fastening the coming of our Lord and proclaiming the gospel and sharing it to everybody mm-hmm. in our community. Women might do it in a way, men might do it in a different way, but all mm-hmm. of us together, working together as the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I've yes, never been absolutely. convinced, I've never been more convinced that this is the time that together as the body of Christ, we got to move forward. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, I mean... Having shared a little bit, you know, we wish, I mean, we want to stay true to the time. We can't, you know, we can go on for a while sharing everything you have. But one of the questions that we also have is what what kind of advice would you give for other women who are also receiving calls to pastoral ministry or or some other type of ministry in general? Right. But uh, Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, these type of ministries, because these are the ones that are, you know, they're yeah, they're the ones that come with a little bit more challenges than other ministries. Um, what would yeah. you, you know, what would you say to those other women who are receiving this call? Yeah, um, especially along the lines of just, you know, the the climate of the conversations going on right now. I can imagine, you know, young people hearing them might feel either discouraged or, yeah, um, you know, so yeah, just kind of along those lines. Um, yeah, what what would you say? Yeah, I know. I know how that is. I've experienced uh, firsthand when I was in Montemorelos, many women that had come up to me when we were eating in the cafeteria telling me, how did you do it? How how could you be, you know, a, a woman pastor? You know, I'm in medicine mm-hmm. or I'm in psychology or I'm in, in nursing because I was discouraged from not pursuing this call that God had given me 
by wow. by by members of the church, by my own parents, by ministers of the gospel, my by Lord. pastors, by elders, you name it. But how did you do it? And wow. people and these women would come up to me crying while I was trying to eat. And they would cry because they wanted to pursue this, but they had been discouraged so sadly that they couldn't go through it. And so they had to look for different routes. Kind of like what I was telling you about this pastoral couple that spoke to me right before arriving to the university. That's kind of like what they incur- they encountered and they, it got to them and, and they stopped. And what would I tell you? Women that are listening to this, you pursue the voice of the Lord. You go and you do what the voice of the Lord and what he has called you to do and you do it. No matter how many obstacles, no, no matter how many times people try to put you down or bring or, or not encourage you, you move forward because your responsibility is to God, to God and to God first. So I would encourage you to continue and make sure that it is the voice of God. If you have to test it once, two times, three times, make sure it goes with scripture. Make sure you pray. Make sure you fast. Make sure that uh, that same voice that is speaking to you is also in accordance to to your mentors, to to people that love you and that cherish you as a as as a as a person. And you will get counsel, get counsel from people that you love and that you're you know are guided by the Lord. Those are things that I did. In, in, in finding my journey with God. Hmm. Wow. That's, that's crazy stuff right there. And you said something about yeah. like, uh, there's people that will love you, right? That love you and yeah. that would encourage you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure also there's other people that love you, but they'll say like, don't do it, yeah. right? There, yeah, there's there, both there, types. There will be. But, uh, th- and that actually has to do with our next question. Um, what, what does the support of like, let's say your other colleagues or, you know, of other men, um, mean to you this is that if they support you is that encouraging or how how would you say it feels for other people or even your conference now well your conference is my conference so this is kind Our of conference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you kind of know where i'm leaning anyway too. Yeah. but what, what is it what is it but i mean yeah what does it mean that they will support you by the way uh, special commercial our conference ordains women so <laughs> there it is he's just trying to find a way to put it in there yeah oh, man, I, I was no. just trying to say that probably no 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 no. but really like what what does it mean for other colleagues to support you or did you have people who were supporting you while you were in mexico say say mm-hmm. um or you know what does it mean you know I I am just so blessed. I am so blessed to have had the best mentors and the best God fearing people in my life, because I can tell you right now, it means everything that, that pastors and and my mentors were always so supportive of my ministry. Of course, you're always going to have the people that are not, but but the overall group was always supportive of me, helping me and moving me forward, believing in what God has called, had called me and has called me. And when it comes to my conference, I can say they're just great. They love me. They support me. They motivate me, encourage me every day. They never put me down, never, you know, let myself not believe that this is what God is calling me to always there right hand asking me if I need anything, you know, motivating me, my husband, you know, I, my right hand man, <laughs> he's always, you know, <laughs> motivating me and telling me that I can do it. And that God is with me, never allowing my thoughts or doubts or anybody get to me that I'm not called, you know, and I'm blessed that I am in a conference that now ordains women. I mean, come on, <laughs> how, how great is that? You know, that's awesome. I'm so happy. And I'm so blessed that when I, when I heard about it, I teared and, 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 and even before that, that came into being official, 
I still, I still felt the love and the encouragement, um, so much. Wow. Yeah. That, so it means a lot. It basically. means a it, lot it, to have the of support course. of other people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it means a lot it's to me. It's kind of like an obvious question, it but means I mean, a lot we just want to hear it. Like, you know, when you got the call yeah, and, and it said, Hey, we're ordaining women now. Um, Cause there's a lot of negativity stuff going out there. I mean, and yeah, you're always going to have that. You're always going to have that. You just got to, you know, look at the bright stuff, look at the good stuff, look at the, at, mm. at, at the positive stuff and see how God has carried you and will always be with you. And look at mm. all this support system around me. I look at all of it and I thank God that he is still, he helps me, he's with me and, and he uses these people to motivate me and keep me encouraged. What would you say to not just us, but also other male pastors, like what are, what would you say are some ways that we could also not only support you in your ministry, but also anyone else that, you know, might be thinking about or might feel called to the ministry. Um, what does, what, what does it look like for other colleagues to support you? I think always being there for you when you, when you need them, um, making sure that they have encouraging words for you, being an, a listening ear for you, understanding you and giving you a voice because sometimes that's what you need a voice in the church and to be able to express and be an, of an inspiration for others, you know? So, um, I think that's one of the main things for me is, is having pastors support me through listening to me, allowing me to go to their churches and preach or be part of their, you know, their programs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We have a few minutes left. Um, I know we, I mean, there's just, again, there's a lot of things that uh, she can share and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, what, but you had one question there, bro, that I think is one, the last one. If you want to go ahead and ask that one, I think that's a good one. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so, um, yeah. So Natalie, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing, you know, all of your experience so far, you know, your calling and things like that. Um, the last question that we have that we would just love to get your input on is what kind of hobbies or interests do you have aside from, you know, uh, working in the church and ministry in general? What other things do you like to do for fun? Yeah. Well, my husband and I love to go hiking. We have a, a little dog. She's nine months old and we go out hiking. We like nature a lot. I love being out in nature, taking walks. I like to read a lot and journal my thoughts, put them into paper and just try to be inspiring to other people on social media as well. Do some quotes and try to inspire others by putting some scripture on social media or just be vulnerable with them on situations that we encounter on our daily, daily, uh, journey. And I, I like to sing, I like to preach. <laughs> I, I also like makeup. <laughs> I'm very open with that stuff on my social media. Wait, I think we like, I think I like to be, I like to be very transparent with who I am. I don't like to, you know, I'm a pastor, but someone told me once you're a very chill you're a very chill, cool pastor. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> come on. <laughs> because they see this, this side of me that I think it's kind of scary as a pastor sometimes to show, you know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, I like makeup and, you know, I like a <laughs> vintage <laughs> style fashion or, you know, vintage yeah. music or 1940s, stuff like that. And, and it's just who I am. And I like to be transparent to people that even though you have these hobbies and, and things that you like to do, God is still calling you. God can still use you. You can use this as a mean to get to other people and to inspire and be transparent to them. 
So yeah, mm. I, I, I love to read. I love to journal, um, you know, just go hiking, go to the mountains, do all these kind of outdoor activities and spend time with my husband, with my dog. <laughs> Wait, with your That's husband awesome. and the dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said my <laughs> husband and our dog. Mercy, okay, okay. Mercy. Not, not my husband, the dog, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, my husband, the oh dog. Oh my gosh, you guys no, are too much. Co- yeah. You guys are too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm here to clarify, guys. <laughs> Girls. I'm pretty sure if you guys rewind the podcast, you'll hear that I said my my husband yeah. and the dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't edit that out, bro. We won't edit that out. <laughs> this is oh, raw and direct. God. But anyway, yeah. So um, oh, we really appreciate you, Dom. You know, Aww. taking time to come on and 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 answer some of these questions. We know it's kind of like a quick podcast because that's that's what we're trying to do. You know, we know yeah. people. Don't sometimes, you know, at least our podcast, we're not, we we don't take that long, but I think it's been not only informative, but it it brings value to those who are seeking uh, to go into this ministry, to pastoral ministry Mm -hmm. and have maybe stumbled upon some challenges and we just don't want them to give up. Yes, um, yes. I don't know if you have like some few no, words and I'm to not share here to with them. You, yeah, I'm not here to say that you won't encounter these challenges because you will and I have. But keep moving forward. Like God is with you. He's mm. called you. No matter what circumstances come up, just keep moving forward. Let God's voice be the one that leads you. And just keep 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 moving forward find your support system that that's very important to me finding that support system around you that helps you through the those really hard times that you feel like you're not going to make it that you feel like you're in doubt find that support system that's that's god-fearing and that will get you through the day super that important. is so inspiring yeah thank you so much natalie yeah and no, i think uh you. yeah yeah another takeaway just from you know that we want to leave our listeners with is um you know we've heard so many experiences yours has also been part of it where um people will come across you know female pastors and they won't give them that opportunity to you know share their experience or share their story and so if anything you know i would just encourage our listeners to be open you know if you see a female pastor if you know someone um, be willing to just go and ask them a few questions you know about what their experience has been like you know what their story is how is it that god has brought them from where they were to where they are now and i think that just doing that many of us will be incredibly surprised um, because we will see God working uh, yeah. in those stories. Of course. And of course. that, of course, is just incredibly inspiring as well. Mm. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and and it's important to stop seeing like women ministry like as like an abnormality. God called us all. You know, yes. we all have gifts and it's beautiful that God has called us all. And, and, and we are to embrace that together as God's body. I think that's very important. For sure. Definitely. So, well, guys, there you have it. Um, this uh, We're going to finish our, our church talk. And consequently, this is how we will end our season. But we really hope that you guys will stay connected through social media. If you guys have any questions, any comments concerning uh, Pastor Natalie and her ministry or stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, we can link some of her information and her social media um, email and stuff like that. You know, we'd say tell call us or you know go to our website but i mean you could ask her herself yourselves you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so definitely uh, we can link her stuff down there um and of course you can always you know get in touch with us through our 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 um 
website and social media stay connected season three is coming we're excited about the new content and about everything that we're gonna uh, be bringing to you guys in the concerning the tech world and the church world the, uh, the times we're living in and yeah we're super excited um, everyone, we just want to, you know, thank you again for the support. Uh, again, just really quick, Natalie, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, and, thank um, you, guys. you know, thank more you. than anything, yeah, we just want people to be inspired by what we're doing. Uh, we're, you know, we're a humble podcast, but we're so excited by the conversations that we get to have and the people that we get to meet and the uh, ministries that we get to um, know a little bit better that are going on right now. So definitely stay tuned for season three. It's going to be really great. Yes, praise God, praise God. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy I was here. Yes, yeah, sweet. All right, everyone. Well, we hope you guys have an amazing weekend. We hope you have a great Sabbath um, coming up. And uh, stay tuned for season three. We'll catch you guys next time. So you all have a good one.